Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Talk of Blarney podcast, where we wade through the Blarney to tell you about the real Ireland. My name is Stuart McNamara, and unfortunately, I do not have my co-host this week, as he is incredibly busy with college work, and so he cannot afford the time to join us. Um, I think I speak for everyone when I say we all wish him well in his projects, and hopefully he'll get a good grade out of it, and we miss him and we'll see him in the next week's episode. So, quite a nice week in Ireland. Um... The weather has been back and forth, uh, sun and rain, which is kind of usual for us here, but we're not going to complain too much about it. We've had some nice sunny weather. It's been nice and warm last week, and we just hope to get a bit more nice weather. So to start off, we'll go into Uniquely Irish, which this week I'm going to talk a little bit about Irish forgetfulness, because I started watching a TV show called Warrior, which brought up an interesting part of Irishness that is a little darker than usual. It's not something that I had ever really looked into, but it's there and I think it's something worth talking about and I'm going to bring it to you and hopefully you have an opinion and you'll message us in and we'll hear what you have to think about it. So in the TV show Warrior, which I think was based on the works of Bruce Lee, he actually had the idea for the show quite a long time ago. In 1971, he brought it to Warner Brothers and Paramount, and it was basically like a martial arts show in the American Old West. So you'd have, you know, cowboys versus martial artists, which would have been really cool. Um, They stole that idea and made Kung Fu with David Carradine instead. Uh, You probably know him. I think he's, he's quite well known for Kung Fu. Let's see. He's done, you know, he's done quite a lot of martial arts. TV shows and stuff. You know, he was Kill Bill. Um, and looking at his Wikipedia right now, he apparently died of auto erotic asphyxiation. So interesting life that he's led. <laughs> but the unfortunate thing, obviously, for the show is that he is American and not Asian in any way. So in the show, uh, there's uh, one of the main characters, is a guy called Dylan Leary, and he's Irish, obviously. He's actually based off a real Irish man named Dennis Kearney who was with like the Workers Rights Party of California the Workmen's Party of California and in the show there's a lot like in the show takes place in in takes place in San Francisco and it's around the 1800s when a lot of Chinese people were coming to America and they were you know you know they were looking for a better life they were working on the railroads and a lot of construction, but they were taking a lot of jobs. And at the time, there were already a lot of Irish people who had moved there during the famine and so on, once again, looking for a better life. But the Asian people who came over would work for less, and so they were getting all the jobs. And so, as should be no surprise to anyone, 
the Irish were, went up, were, were up in arms and were starting riots and things like that in season two there's some there's a riot which is based on true events the san francisco riot of 1877 uh where the where chinatown was practically completely destroyed and uh, you know many people killed and a lot of damage to their properties their shops and everything else and it, in the show it's all irish people bursting into Chinatown and killing everyone, which is where I get to forgetfulness, because obviously we know that Ireland suffered through 800 years of British rule, and through that time, we were on the receiving end of a lot of racism. You know, I mean, the, there's the old sign that used to be outside shops at a lot of places, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish. So we were definitely up there in terms of people who had racism against us. But then, you know, we get free of that by either moving away or, you know, our long fight for independence. And we just turn around and do the same thing again, which it's sad to know that that's somehow the way Irish people are. Um, It's just a big, it's, it's a thing that we have done in our history and it's really sad. And obviously, currently with the pandemic and, you know, all of the Asian hate crimes that are going on right now, I mean, you've probably seen the videos. It's It's appalling to see what's going on and to think that, you know, hopefully not now. I don't, I would wish that we weren't doing it currently, but in the past we were that way inclined where you'd leave the country or even in the country and you just turn on a, turn a switch and you're racist towards someone else. You're doing the same thing that we've struggled so hard to get out from under to someone else just for trying to provide for their family the same way that we are. And it's, the show brought it to my attention because it's what happened at that time in the past and it's not a good thing to see <laughs> as an Irish person, but it's better to know about it. And, you know, I did a bit of research into what happened during those riots. I mean, the Dennis Kearney fella who was in uh, San Francisco at the time, you know, he was awful bastard. I mean, you, you, there's some quotes from him, his speeches on Wikipedia, and he wasn't a nice man in terms of, of his his views on the Chinese and Asian people in general. And you just wonder, I mean, you know, this Dennis Kearney, this fella was actually born in Ireland. He was born in Cork and, you know, he, he, he got out of Ireland. I think he was on a, a ship for a while traveling the world and then he got to America and, you know, he had a better life. He was running his own business, but he could still turn around after feeling that, that racism towards himself for so many years with the British to do the same thing to someone else, which it's a hard thing to see. And I, you'd think that one of the virtues of being Irish is that you understand how other people feel when that's happening to them. I mean, even in more recent times around the, the big recession we had there in 2008, I know that a lot of Eastern European people came over to Ireland. They were just looking for a better life. They wanted a you know higher standard of living that we have here. A lot of them were working very shitty jobs making very little money but what they could what they could they would send back to poland or wherever else in eastern europe but the people here hated them i don't i don't get it i was you know i was only in secondary school at the time so it kind of flew over my head but a lot of people just didn't like the the, the polish or whoever else and it once again it's it's fascinating to me to think Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That a group of people who had so much done to them could turn around and do the same thing to someone else at a moment's notice. And I think it's, it's definitely worth talking about because it's a part of our history. It's something we can't get away from. Um, you know, we even have it with uh, the traveling community here in Ireland. I mean, there are some bad eggs. There are some bad eggs in every culture, in every group. But you, there's just so much that goes on against them for no reason. Um, and it, it's it's something that I wish we could be better at. You know, I, I don't see a reason to blame Asian people for the current state of the world. They didn't actively cause it. The people, you know, in the, the wet market where it supposedly came from, they were just trying to live their normal lives. They were doing what they had to do to survive. And something happened, and we have a pandemic. It's not their fault. And people, you know, as I said, you've seen the videos, people beating the crap out of some, you know, unsuspecting Asian person, wherever they are in the world, isn't going to change that. It's not going to suddenly, oh, we can take our masks off now because you beat the crap out of someone. We can't do anything about it. And adding to the hate definitely won't help anyone. So that's just something that I kind of... I had been thinking about from the TV show. I definitely recommend watching it. Uh, there's two seasons out. I think they're on like Cinemax and they're going up on HBO Max the next season. But it's it's really well done. Obviously, the martial arts is great. Love a bit of, of Kung Fu and every other martial art. Great fun. But it just, it got the wheels turning in something that I wouldn't have normally been thinking about. I mean, we're obviously a pro-Ireland podcast here, but I think it's worth talking about some of our downfalls. And I think that... As I said, forgetfulness and that turning into racism against other people when we should know better. I think quite a long time ago, is it Daniel O'Connell? So there's a quote from uh, Daniel O'Connell, great Irishman. Uh, specifically, this one is more about slavery in America when a lot of Irish people were over there and were kind of for it uh, in a way. But I'll read it out because it's powerful and kind of it, it has a similar sentiment in what it, it's talking about, especially our own experience and how we end up forgetting and ignoring it. So he says in his speech, How can the generous, the charitable, the humane, and the noble emotions of the Irish heart have become extinct among you? How can your nature be so totally changed as that you should become the apologists and advocates of the exorable system which makes man the property of his fellow man, destroys the foundation of all moral and social virtues, condemns to ignorance, immorality, and irreligion millions of our fellow creatures? It was not in Ireland that you learned this cruelty. Over the broad Atlantic I pour forth my voice, saying, Come out of such a land, you Irishmen. Or, if you remain and dare continue to countenance the system of slavery that is supported there, we will recognize you as Irishmen no longer. So, powerful little bit of a speech there. 
Uh, clearly, that's entirely about slavery, and he's kind of wrong about, you know, no one in Ireland having that, because as I said, there was a time, uh, and, you know, it, it goes on everywhere. I mean, it's no surprise to say that a lot of Irish people are racist. I mean, we have direct provision here, which is an abhorrent system, and something that hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about further in the podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> I think we would all prefer it to be when it ends, we can have a, a good uh, discussion of what happened and how it started and what we did to stop it. Uh, and I, I know a lot of people are trying and it's an ongoing issue that will be resolved someday, fingers crossed. And, you know, I'll be supporting its abolition at any rate, as I know will Rob. But it's just, it needs to be said, you know, we we have such a history of these things happening here that how easily we forget and how, e how easy it is when the shoe is on the other foot to do the exact same thing as our oppressors did before us. And, you know, stop Asian hate. That's something that we should all be behind it's not going to get us anywhere. They're just people the same as us. And I think we should talk about it more. We should find solutions if we can. And hopefully we can. Hopefully this will change one person's mind, if nothing else. But now I'll stop with the whole dark and dreary side of it. I'll go with something a little more interesting. So as we've done before, when we have not had Rob on the podcast, uh, I will read out one of our many, many stories from Myth and Legend. This time I'll be talking about Fionn McCool, uh, who's another one of the very well-known uh, Irish mythological figures. He's in hundreds of stories. We'll go down through a couple of them today and hopefully you'll have a good time. So Fionn's mother was Murin Moncaim. His maternal grandfather was Taig Macnudat, a druid who lived on the hill of Almu. He had foreseen her marriage would result in losing his home, so spurned any potential suitor. This forced Kumal, the leader of the feared Fianna warriors, who had fallen in love, to abduct her. Outraged at this, Tyg appealed for help from the High King of Ireland, Khan of the Hundred Battles. Khan agreed and forbade the relationship, sending his troops after the newly outlawed Kool. The armies of Khan and Kool met at the Battle of Knucha, and Cach Knucha Kool was slain, by Gaul Mac Morna, who then became the leader of the Fianna. Morin was returned to her father by King Khan and was discovered to be pregnant. Outraged and shamed, her father rejected her and ordered his followers to burn her. Khan interjected and instead sent her to the druidess Baul, who was Kool's sister, and into the protection of her husband, Fiacal Mac Conkin. Morin gave birth to a son called Dame. It was evident the boy's father, Cool, still had enemies, so with a heavy heart, she left her son with Baul in Ballyfin, a small village in the Sleeve Bloom Mountains. Warren later married the King of Kerry. Good for her. Fionn was brought up by two foster mothers in secret, Baul and her companion, Leah Lucra, who were known as great warriors. They hid the boy in a forest and taught him how to be a great warrior and joined him on several adventures. Word of young Fionn's adventures was beginning to spread, and his foster parents were worried his father's enemies would find him so con would find him so confident they had taught him all they could find him so confident they had taught him all they could sent him into the service of local kings to work but each time he would be recognized as Kool's son in fear of being unable to protect him he was forced to move away yet again it seems this nomadic lifestyle took him south to west cork to serve the king of bantry so that's the story of kind of his early life so next story is how he got the name finn the fair so the village of ballyfinn is known as the town of fionn and versions of the story say his name changed to either protect him or as a nickname from when his hair went white that legend says he found a beautiful young lady 
sobbing on the edge of Caliabera Lake, on the slopes near the summit of Slievegluen. She told him she had dropped her golden ring into the deep lake. Dame dived in and retrieved it, and returned to find he was tricked by the old hag Caliabera. As he returned to shore, he had become an old man, and on his return to the village, only his trusted hound recognised him. The Fiend forced the witch to, to return his youth, his youth, but it is said his hair remained white for the rest of his life. Then we have one of the most well-known stories of Fionn McCool, and that is the Salmon of Knowledge. Young Fionn met the druid and poet Fingace near the River Boyne, which is northeast of Ballyfin. It is said Fionn studied under him. The druid Fenagus had spent seven years trying to catch the Salmon of Knowledge which inhabited a pool in the River Boyne. It was foretold that whoever ate the salmon would gain all the knowledge in the world, gained through the fish's diet of holy tree hazelnuts. With Finn's help, the fish was finally caught and the boy was tasked with cooking it. While doing so, Fionn burnt his thumb on the fish and put it in his mouth to soothe the pain. Instantly, Fionn was given the salmon's knowledge, and when Venegas saw this, he gave young Fionn the rest of the salmon to eat. This knowledge guided Fionn on how to gain revenge against Gaul for killing his father. In later stories, it is said he called on the powers of the salmon of knowledge, by sucking his thumb. So then we get on to becoming the leader of the Fianna. So each year, the High King of Ireland hosted a celebration gathering at the capital Tara in County Meath for the lords, nobles, and local kings. Each year, the mobile fire breather, Aelin, lulled everyone to sleep with his music and burned down the palace of Tara. But one Samhain, young Fionn McCool was there. This He heard the stories of Aelin and how he put everyone to sleep with his music. Even the fearless Fianna, who were guarding the place under the leadership of Gaul, were put to sleep but young Fionn had a trick up his sleeve with a spear legend says he put the spear into flames and pressed the hot blade against his head to stay awake and drove the weapon into the Tua de Donna being Aileen Aelin as a reward for his feet King Cormac granted anything he desired and Fionn announced his heritage and requested his father's leadership of the Fianna which was granted now we will get to the death of Fionn McCool the legend says Fionn is not dead merely sleeping with the Fianna in a cave until the hunting horn of the Fianna, the Dord Fian, is sounded three times. Then he will return and defend Ireland in the hour of her greatest need. But there are several accounts of his death in the annals of history. The 10th century poet Kinead Hua Hart Khan maintains that uh, Fionn was beheaded by Aeclach in the battle against the Lugni in County Meath. The Annals of the Four Masters states Finn was killed in 283 AD by Rath Brea near the river Boyne. The death of Fionn says he died in 284 AD at the Battle of Gavra. Due to a dispute over taxes, High King Caerbra, the son of Cormac MacArt, raised a huge army from across Leinster, Connacht and Ulster. He recruited Gaul MacMorna to join them to attack Clan Baskna, supported by Munster. This is despite Cabra of the Liffey being married to Fionn's daughter, Anya. Fionn's grandson, Oscar, is Fiona's greatest warrior and slays Cabra in single combat but dies of his wounds shortly after. At the sight of Oscar's blows, the fabled Dord Fian Boradu to galvanize the Fianna and he slays dozens of men before being beheaded while grieving the loss of his grandson and the future of the Fianna. So that'll just about do it for this week's episode I think. Uh, learned a little bit about how Irish people can still be racist even though we've dealt with it for over 800 years in the past and we learned a couple of the shorter versions of the stories of Fionn McCool and his adventures so we'll be back next week hopefully we'll have Rob and hopefully he'll have done well in all of his college projects we will finally get to as luck would have it the movie for the week some crazy Hallmark Channel stuff Hallmark Channel movie 
that I've already watched. It's interesting, let's just say that. Uh, so if you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with us on Twitter at BlarneyPod or on or via email at talkblarneypod at gmail.com. That'll be it for me this week. Slán, and we'll see you next week.